Yeah, help drips, help drips. Hope you heard her. The show dedicated to the frontline workers and physicians feeling pressure, feeling overwhelmed. We want to share the tools that will help your mental health. Help drips, help drips, everyone. You are not alone. Surely you can overcome. Yeah, the world might be non-stop. Every day you put in work. But this is a show all about putting you first. Help drips, help drips. Let's go. Hello and good morning to all of my listeners here at Health Trips Podcast. We are very excited to be talking to a wonderful physician on this morning, and you're going to love the topic. His name is Dr. Rahul Khanna, and he is a board-certified neurologist, also in clinical neurophysiology and electrodiagnostic medicine. Dr. Khanna uh, completed med school from GMC, Am- Amritsar, India. Amritsar. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And um, he, the preliminary internal medicine from Howard University Hospital um, in Washington, D.C. He also completed his neurology residency from Baylor College of Medicine and Clinical Neurophysiology Fellowship from UT Houston. He practices neurology at Neurology and Sleep Clinic in Burlington, Iowa. Welcome, Dr. Khanna. How are you today? Thank you, Valicia, for introducing me. Thanks a lot for this opportunity. I'm doing great, and uh, hopefully um, everyone uh, listens to see this and uh, can kind of relax and uh, Uh, do great also in their life. (laughs) Wonderful. And so because you work, um, tell us uh, specifically like with neurology, what is that when you, when you talk about neurology, what does that have to do with before we get into our topic today? So neurology uh, basically covers all uh, diseases that uh, uh, are due to brain um, problems like a stroke or um, uh, Parkinson's disease, dementia, um, seizures, uh, or spinal cord, uh, peripheral nerves like neuropathy, motor neuron disease like uh, uh, Lou Gehrig's myasthenia gravis. Like it accompany, it it uh, covers like lot of diseases. A uh, mm-hmm. lot of uh, people believe neurology is a very small specialty, mm-hmm. but it is actually very vast, and it cover it. There is a lot of uh, variety of cases you can see if you are a general neurologist. Wow. So I didn't know that that was a uh, neurology was connected to like um, Alzheimer's and, and things that, that affect us in terms of, of our, our development and, and even in mental health. So that is very mm-hmm. interesting. Um, what I want to focus on today is we are always, um, you know, as physicians, and you can agree with this, working with so much weight on your shoulders in terms of taking care of all of your patients. It's no wonder that you deal with a lot of stress. And so today I want to just pick your brain a little bit about some of the stress that you or maybe even your colleagues are experiencing throughout your day to day. And and how do you feel like that's impacting your work? Yeah. uh, So as uh, everyone knows, uh, or most of the physician knows that uh, these days, Physician stress and burnout is not a small thing. Like various studies has been done, which has so shown a significant amount of physician burnout happening, uh, which is not that much recognized. Uh, 
uh, and i think that uh, not only with the patient or the burden of taking care of the patient that's not a lot of uh, the part um, in in that stress or burnout but a lot of stuff which we have to do uh, out of that to make sure everything is done properly that uh, pro- probably uh, adds a lot more to that like the paperwork or documentation getting approval get making sure patient gets the right medication insurances do a lot of stuff at the back end so the patient is not able to get what medication is needed until unless they have failed few medications before so a lot of those stuff uh, creates some uh, background subconscious mm-hmm. uh, irritability which main physician might not uh, recognize with each patient but uh, subconsciously it keeps on building i i think so let me understand what you're saying is that it's not so much of of what you've been trained so the patient care that's already something that that you're expected like it's it's not really that it's all of the extra duties that you're responsible for so yeah because uh, we, we are, when we the, are the staff um because in in consulting with with physicians even um being responsible for um when you're short of staff so when you when it actually falls on so not only the things that you're responsible for but if somebody is out or or the the hospital or facility that you're working in if if you're not properly staffed then all of that in addition falls on your shoulders is that correct the- and uh, um, that we can of course uh, being a physician uh, negotiate like i want to do this only and mm-hmm. um, you need to hire someone else and that might be a temporary stress but what i'm talking about is day to day stressors uh, which uh, uh, i think that we are uh, trained well in our trainings to deal with regular bread and butter cases mm-hmm. with which our practice involves uh, involves but uh, taking care of the other aspect the business aspect of the uh, of the medicine and uh, the insurance aspect some insurance have different policy different insurance has different policy one covers this drug the other prefers the other drug and you have to deviate a lot according to your standardized protocol like i want to do this for this patient this does not but insurance guide us okay if you have to try this first and patient has to fail this first okay. before you go to that mm-hmm. and uh, i think that does add to a little stress and the burnout other part is i think uh, i don't know about other specialties but uh, for neurology there are uh, a group of patients that uh, i think might be in every specialty but there are always group of patient which you you are which from inside you feel like this is this should not come to me right i am not the best physician for this or mm-hmm. like uh, uh, but they will come to you because of their symptoms like yeah. uh, what we call as uh, functional neurological syndromes uh, mm-hmm. and we all know that probably psychiatrists or psychologists are best to treat those uh, rather than a neurologist for functional mm-hmm. neurological syndrome but because of their symptoms they will come to us first 
Okay. And uh, I think uh, there are the more which are typical. Okay, this is clear cut functional logical difference. They can easily be diverted to say but right. there are patients who have underlying neurological problems, mm-hmm. and due to the stress involved with that problem, mm-hmm. they develop overlying functional neurological disorder, and mm-hmm. that becomes really tough to differentiate and make the patient understand what they're going to what they're dealing with <laughs> yeah yeah so how does that affect affect you in your in your day to day how do you as cuz we've we've sort of identified where where you've talked about you know it's not just what you're responsible for but it's the business aspect of what the the hospital or or healthcare facility, even if you're in your running your own practice, you said that different insurances have different protocols for what what mm-hmm. you can try and what you can 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 prescribe prior to them right. and what they can pay and all that stuff. So how has right. it affected your day to day, and how do you manage that stress? So. Uh... How do I manage that stress is basically um, trying to see what is best for the patient. I feel better once patient gets what they need. Yeah. So, of course, doing, uh, it might consume more time and uh, like having, um, doing peer-to-peer and other stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, asking my staff, my staff is really good at making sure things get authorized uh but still there are always patients who you feel like maybe i could do better for this patient or that patient and i'm limited mm-hmm. and that uh, aspect uh, might uh, frustrate you a little bit like uh, as i was talking about with the functional neurological component i know i cannot do a lot but uh, there are that those patients suffer a lot also mm-hmm. because they have been to various other physicians like okay. they do doctor shopping a lot because mm-hmm. they are not getting the answers they want okay. and uh, um, uh, that feeling comes for those patients that maybe i could do better for them but unfortunately i have, I have limited stuff that we can offer them Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so what I've heard you say in terms of your stress is, is having peer to peer support, right? So you can talk to other colleagues to, to talk about what some of those stresses or concerns are. You also mentioned your staff support. So having that staff to understand what your needs are and can pretty much, you know, run your your program or or what it is that you like because they've mm-hmm. worked with you you've developed that relationship with them mm-hmm. so and you've also said that because your patient is number 1 it you're 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 always thinking about what you could have done better or how you can best support them because your your resources are limited which is another reason that would add to your stress if you're limited in resources how do you reconcile that at the end of the day how does that how do you you know so i i think uh, about uh have i done what i could do what is in my power uh, to help the patient if there's something that i cannot change really i cannot do a lot about it yeah but what i can do i will try to do maximum to help them yeah 
I love that. Okay. So, so other, uh, I think uh, these things, what we talked about was related to any physician, but I think the other stressful part mm -hmm. uh, that uh, some of the physicians feel are physicians who are international graduates who are on visa. And uh, we never uh, think about uh, the stressors that uh, the visa portion involves with the physician because those are not directly related to your job. But at the back of the mind, you are always stressed out. Okay, I need to go back to country. Will I get my visa stamped there and get back here and will be able to do the job? I have everything like financially settled here. But what if I go back to my country and uh, there's some problem? We hear these stories. I have a friend who went to Canada for getting visa stamped and he's stuck for more than three months there. Oh, wow. He cannot come back. Mm -hmm. So these stressors are a lot. I have been, uh, due to this, I have not been to my country, uh, met my relatives for more than five years now. Mm -hmm. And um, these are uh, a different aspect of stress. A lot of international physicians feel, but is a lot more under-recognized. Oh, wow. That, that is, you know, uh, Dr. Kana, I never thought about what you just brought light to in terms of, of international physicians. Um, so how do you feel like that, that stress in and of itself, like going home, being concerned about if I'm going to be able to come back over here where I have established my practice, how do you feel like that is affecting physicians today? Like, are, do you feel like they're saying, you know what? this is not it's not even i'm not going to even go down that route let me try let me try a different path because i'm concerned about what what the future will hold for me do you find that physicians are getting out a lot of, of because of yes, this yes a lot of physicians are i haven't think about it i am especially i'm talking about indian physician who like for which waiting list list for green card is nowadays studies are saying 140 years so effectively during their lifetime they are not going to get a green card what we are being here hearing but mm -hmm. uh, i i have my friends who have applied for pr in canada so that they can take that route and uh, make be settled in their life rather than waiting for a uh, green card forever in the state. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That that's, that's powerful. How do you, um, my, my last question is how do you feel like in this climate right now with the pandemic and we're, we're continuing to go through it, how do you feel that that has affected uh, physicians as a whole? We, we've seen the, you know, the research in terms of, um, I, even in my rounding with physicians, there are uh, some that have, have disclosed, uh, I'm, I'm getting out of this. I, I'm, I'm cutting down on my hours. I'm reducing my hours. But that that option is not always feasible for someone that's just getting into the medical field, that's trying to establish, that has different responsibilities. So how do you feel that, that the pandemic I, is affecting? I think it is very spe specialty specific. And also, as you said, like 
who are younger in their uh, career have more of those stress because mm-hmm. i uh, what i have heard like lot of people who were maybe going to retire in a year took early retirement and got out of this right yeah. uh, and uh, other other thing is uh, uh, the government did recognize lot of thing oh, we are first line responder we are doing great and what all but did we get the benefit of that uh, doing that mm-hmm. i i don't think that much which uh, physicians should have gotten especially if i talk about the international physicians again mm-hmm. the friend i was talking about he was taking care of covid patients uh, yeah. every day he got covid during during that uh, physician but when he went to canada he could not get his visa yeah. renewed and mm-hmm. he stuck there for now for more than 3 months yeah how how is that fair to mm-hmm. any any physician who is doing that much for united states people of the states mm-hmm. we are we think always that these are uh, uh, we are ready to mingle with the state people but the policy of immigration is not that great at this time that we need to um, that we can fully integrate to the system because i have two daughters Yeah. Uh they are United States citizen because mm-hmm. they are born here. Mhm. Me and my wife are Indian citizen and we are on visa. Yeah. So if I have to go to India, I have to make sure when I come back I get my visa. But mm-hmm. before I go, I have to get visa for my daughter to go to India. Mm-hmm. So things are so complicated it's hard to put in the words. Yeah. Yeah, I and I understand that how how that can definitely add to to your stressors. So if we were to summarize or to give maybe two or three tips, how do you feel like physicians can advocate for themselves during what you've sort of stated about, you know, doing the the business uh portion of it, being responsible for things outside of what you just want to do, which is go in to help and serve. What are some tips that you could give our listeners today? I think uh, uh these days uh, social media has played a lot of good role yeah. and like we connected over the social media we are doing this and uh, it is uh, there are so many physician groups for specific purposes and uh, getting connected to uh, any people uh, to your peers who are there doing uh, dealing with the same stuff does really help and gives you uh, ways to figure that out figure that problem out okay i am dealing with this complicated patient blah 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 mm-hmm. you have social media to talk to or connect to other physicians or your colleagues in your residency in your fellowship mm-hmm. um, that you can maybe connect to and i don't think there will be any uh, colleague or physician who will not be able to give their brief opinion what do they do in typically in those type of complicated patient and that might help mm-hmm. and uh, uh, just uh, i think uh, we should be open to make use of that uh, technology we have around us so that we can connect to more of our colleagues and peers and uh, uh, get our answers mm-hmm. and get get help easily that's wonderful so let me 
you know, as a as a mental um, health psychotherapist, I'm always on that that other side. So my my job is to bring the awareness and continue the conversation about mental health, our mind, our body and our spirit. So the things that you have integrated and that are interconnected what I want to ask is might might be a question that that you hadn't considered or or maybe you had, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Um, you know, one of the things that we we've also talked about is uh, moral injury within the the healthcare system in terms of taking patients and taking care of patients, and you know something coming up or arising that that sort of violates violates or goes against your morale your morals right so how do you feel like uh, moral injury affects physician burnout or do you feel like those are two separate things do you feel like those are connected those are definitely connected i think um, and uh, any kind of moral injury whatever it is uh, maybe it's related to your personal life or professional life do affect and maybe um, I believe that uh, may, might bring your threshold low for your burnout or mm-hmm. uh, does not uh, have um, uh, maybe that reserve that you have in in your uh, capacity to mm-hmm. do stuff uh, kind of get lower uh, yeah. if you are moral, morally injured or you don't have uh, that much drive to mm-hmm. do your day-to-day things. So I think that definitely is linked. Yeah. Thank you so much for that. Um, and I, I, my last uh, question or comment, because this is really a wonderful conversation. I, I could go on forever. This is, I, I absolutely love this and, and just being able to, to pick your brain and, and understand from a different aspect. You're really bringing great value to our listeners on this morning. How can we connect with you if we're wanting to learn even a little bit more about what it is that you specialize in? Um, I think, uh, as I said, that social media is a great platform to connect. And uh, I have a small page on uh, Facebook. You probably can connect me. So just search Dr. Rahul Khanna and uh, you can find my page and just connect there. Um, I'm not uh, like uh, uh, really uh, active all the time. But uh, of course, uh, if someone, something needs to be i will i have access to that all the time and i can definitely connect well this has been wonderful thank you so much uh, today for your time dr Kana. and for our listeners today i know that you have gained a lot of great value and understanding from what dr Kana has brought we have talked about not only physician stress but even some of the things that impacts physicians specifically those what i heard dr Kana uh, really focus on is international physicians and some of the the challenges that they specifically deal with in uh, utilizing their visa. So so being able to go back to their specific country and coming back over here where they have definitely set up and are, um, you know, trying to to make a, a life for themselves. So I really appreciate your time today. I appreciate you you're listening um, to us on Health Trips today. So we are excited. On next week, we'll be talking with another physician and you're going not going to want to miss what we have in store for you. Have a wonderful week. Thank you so much, Dr. Prada. Thank you.
Thanks a lot. Thanks for inviting. Thank you for tuning in. This is Health Trips. Polly here to help you make it happen like this. Uh, Frontline workers and physicians, much respect. Hope you keep on coming back, helping with your mental health. Yeah, yeah. Make sure you subscribe. Don't wanna miss a thing. I'm sure you'll be captivated. Life changing, guaranteed. Yeah, yeah. Health Trips. Tune in to Health Trips. Hey, Health Trips. Subscribe to Health Trips. Let's go.